Japanese dynamo of organization has taken the world by storm. First with her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, and now with her Netflix series, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. In our overworked, overstimulated, overconnected world, one that prizes mass consumption, meeting our needs and saving time by buying more things and conveniences and then buying bigger houses for those things, Kondo has brought sanity to many with her philosophy and method of greeting all of our objects with a question. Does this spark joy? If the answer is yes, you keep it. If the answer is no, you thank it for its service and you let it go, bagging it up for donation or to go into the trash. Her sweet method of decluttering has siblings in our culture, whether in the two guys who started the minimalist website and who encourage people to pare down their belongings and schedule to the bare minimum, or the Christian version designed for Lent, 40 bags in 40 days, which invites people to declutter one area of their home each day in Lent, fill a garbage bag each day, and thus end Lent lighter, cleaner, and clearer than when you began. In many ways, these decluttering efforts echo our spiritual efforts in Lent. When we fast from something, chocolate, wine, social media complaining, when we give away some of our money as we give alms to the poor, we are cleaning up, we are tidying, we are making space in our spiritual lives. I, like so many, have tuned in to watch Marie Kondo help people declutter their homes and gain inner peace by creating outer order. And while I commend such efforts and surely could benefit from them in my own life, I can't help but ask, where does all that stuff go? I imagine taking part in 40 bags and 40 days for Lent, and then I thought about how 40 black plastic bags of my stuff would eventually end up in a landfill. I realized my junk wouldn't magically disappear. It would merely move to another place where it would sit, molder, take up space. Well, frankly, since a lot of it's plastic, it would be there forever. Garbage has to go somewhere. We cannot make it disappear. And our sins, the way we have hurt others, the ways we have harmed ourselves, the ways we have participated in societal evils, have harmed the earth, well, we cannot just make them disappear because we stop or put them away or don't think about them. Sin, like our stuff, has consequences. It continues. In that way, we must acknowledge that Lent is not just about each one of us getting right with God. 
it's not just me and Jesus. Rather, this is a time when we must look at the whole community. Where does the garbage go? How have I harmed others? What would it take to make the earth healthy? What would it take to repair broken communities, broken relationships? Decluttering, removing those things, too much stuff, distracting, even sinful behavior, it's necessary, it's important, right and good, but it's not actually the main point. The reason we are invited to make room in our lives each Lent is to admit the harm we have done, to make room and time and space for more connection with God in prayer, to make room for God to take up residence in our heart and our lives. For if we declutter our homes and our hearts as a mere method of self-improvement, but not as an invitation to God to enter in, well then, we have not heeded the prophet Joel to rend our hearts, to return to God. But if we make the room and then we invite God in, then our sacrifices, no matter how small, then our sacrifices take part in some small way in the work of the cross, in the work of combating sin and evil in ourselves, sin and evil in the world. And then, in that open space, cleared in our heart and in our lives, God can go to work. God will use that time and space to reveal to us the truth of where we have gone wrong and of how we must amend our lives. We might begin by giving up wine or chocolate, but then God might show us that we must give up greed so that we might focus on others. We might give up an hour of television each night so that we might get up earlier and spend that hour in prayer and then God might reveal to us the need to ask forgiveness of someone we've harmed. In the space we create, we allow God to show us the truth about ourselves, where we must amend, reconcile, turn again this year, this Lent, to God. If we clear the space and invite God into the room we have made in our lives, then God will go to work, clearing away even more junk, then take out the garbage, recycling it, mulching it, using it for the good, for the flourishing of our lives, for the body of Christ, for the world around us. And in the space of our rent hearts, when we have returned to the Lord with fasting, weeping, and mourning, we will know God as God is, gracious and merciful, 
slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, who does not seek to punish us. For when God looks at us, we spark joy, and he desires to keep us. He desires our flourishing, our own, and for the whole world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.